it's so good to see you. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Amen. He's, he's just so good, so good. Father God, we just thank you tonight. Thank you, Lord, that we get to come together once again around your word. We're hungry for the demonstration of your spirit, of your kingdom, of your, of your dominion, which is one, a grace of love and a power at the same time. Lord, we just thank you. We give you the glory. Lord, we present ourselves before you, spirit, soul, and body, to receive from you tonight. We, we place ourselves in faith that we will hear from you and that we will further our spiritual walk with you. And so we thank you, Father God. Your word is blessed, and we're going to proclaim it and receive it and it will bring forth fruit. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Well, I had two or three different uh, routes to take today, and actually in the last few days, and then I ended up with something else <laughs> that, I got the, that I got the peace to bring. So... Um, I'm going back to uh, the, the premise from which we started. Um, we, we were talking about being strong in spirit, soul, and body, and the connection. Uh, we, we are a spirit. The Bible tells us that. Every human being is a spirit. Now, those of us that that have received the Lord Jesus as our Savior and have had the blood of Jesus applied to us, washed by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Uh, so those of us uh, are born again spirits. Jesus said, you must be born again. Talked to a young man last Sunday. And he told me he was just, he was still thinking about this born-again business. Well, you know, told him, well, don't take too long because Jesus said you must be born again. He was talking about going to heaven. I said, you must be born again. And it's not hard. Amen. And I, I, I believe that, that, that the Lord was working in him. Um, amen. And praying for him is not going to be too long. Nope. Uh, but anyhow, uh, I'm talking about we are a born-again spirit, but we are a spirit. That is the, the, the real you is a spirit. The real me is not what you see on the outside. Um, but the inside of me is being renewed day by day. But you know, it doesn't happen automatically. We'd like to just park it on neutral and, and let it just happen. 
but we have a part in it. We get to have a part. We get to cooperate. You know, in any, in any relationship, it's a wonderful thing when, when uh, you know, whether it's two people or more, that there is, uh, there is a participation, right? Uh, like, I don't know why I'm thinking about these right now, but I'm going to say it because it just came to mind. When we, uh, we hadn't been married that long, our first month of marriage, we were in Spain, and then we came to the U.S. And, um, of course, I was getting acquainted to everything here. I remember one day, Pastor said, um, let's go. And I said, where are we going? And he said, to see a man about a dog. <laughs> that was a saying in Texas, you know. Well, I hadn't heard that. <laughs> I had been st studying English since I was at least 13. But it was British. It wasn't all of these things that you guys come up with. Uh, anyway, and so he says, to see a man about a dog. And I said, you're getting a dog? <laughs> uh, I don't think that, sh that that is smart right now. <laughs> you know? And he laughed. He said, no, you'll see it when, when we get there. And so I told him, you know, Jim, would you do me a favor? God gave me a brain, and I like to use it. Don't treat me as a child and tell me you'll know when we get there. I'd like to know before we go. Did I not say that to you? Over. Over. <laughs> I thought I only said it once. That means that it took you a while to get it. <laughs> I, I, I was going to make you look a little better than that. <laughs> but anyway, so he finally got it that, uh, you know, I, I like to know where I was going. And because I'd like to prepare, and I'd like to think about it, you know. So I was talking about the two-sided, the, the communication, the, what we both bring in. And so that is with our walk with the Lord. You know, it's not, our spiritual growth is not automatic. We give of ourselves to grow. The Bible says, grow thereby by desiring the word. You grow. Amen. So you have to desire the word of God. So today I'm going to look at, at, at a subject we haven't seen actually for a long time. Um, and it has to do with how to keep ourselves, how to gain strength and to keep strength by training our human spirit. So we are a spirit, we have a soul. Each of us have different personalities. Um, some of us have um, areas of our personalities that are similar to others. Uh, some of you 
relate to Pastor Jim a lot better than you do to me, but then some of you can relate to me. Uh, why? Because, you know, you have, we have similar ways. Uh, that's why throughout the years I have learned my husband will say some things, and I think that is just, I wouldn't think that way at all. But I always know that there are others that, oh, yeah, that's right. That's just common sense. That's how you do it, <laughs> right? So anyway, that's our soul. Our soul is, is, is composed of our will, our emotions, our feelings, right? And, and, and you cannot argue, argue with somebody else telling them they ought not to feel that the way they feel because they're not you. And so we need to respect each other, but we need to, all of us, learn to bring our feelings, our emotions, our will, and submission to the Word of God, to the Lord. Amen? Uh, and so that's, that's, that's one of the ways also that we get to grow. Our mind changes. As we consecrate to the Lord, and the longer that we walk with Him, we do not think the same way we used to. Is that right? We do not act the same way. We do not react the same way. We don't have the weaknesses that we used to have. Amen? We, you know, we don't, the, the Lord will take care of things that nobody else could. Amen? And so he's, he's, the, he's the healer. He's the redeemer. And he'll do it in your, in your soul, and he'll do it in your body. But you see, the spirit man is what we really need to uh, give a preeminence to, to feeding and to training. And you'd think, I didn't know I could train my human spirit. Well, now you're going to know how to do it. Because we've learned, you know, some of us have learned how to train our bodies or how to train our minds. Right? How to train our intellect. How to harness certain things and how to dedicate to study and, and to concentration and to... You know, some of us have, have learned uh, different things in the, in the intellectual area, but we need to learn and continue to apply ourselves to training our human spirit. Amen? So, um, so let's go to Joshua 1.8. But I, I brought some things here. I know one I will use, the other one perhaps I will. I... Uh, I heard this, uh, this minister, and uh, I was hearing him, I think maybe it was this morning. Anyway, and he was talking about, um, you know, uh, male and, and female, and how that we have, um, uh, you know, I don't know if it is more, 
Uh, it's because the, of the end of times and deception has gotten more amplified, but how that people are confused in their minds today as to what gender they are. Um, I saw this chart where he was saying how that last year there were so many children born on the earth. And, and then he was saying, and these were how many were born from a woman. And they were, it was, of course, the same number. And then it said how many were born from a man, and it said zero. Elemental, my dear Watson. <laughs> but the, the uh, thing about it is that uh, what this, this, uh, this brother, this minister was saying, that, that there is a weakness. There's, there's, there's just like there's sickness in the body, that there's sickness, weakness, in people's minds. And you know, when I, and, and he went on, and he brought the word about it. And how did the enemy get in? It's with such, you know, in such amounts. We need to concentrate in the church to raising children that are strong strong in their mind, strong in their thinking, that they cannot be shaken, you see. And, and, and parents, uh, you know, all of us need to become stronger. The Lord told, told us, that's a command, to be strong. He told us, be strong. Let me give you that scripture if you want to see it. Let's, let's go there, Ephesians 6.10. Had I, I, I had given you Joshua, but we'll go there. Be strong. I looked that up in the uh, Greek, and of course that's a verb, to be, be strong. And do namolo. And, and I wrote these things. We're called to be strong. Not all are strong yet. And there are levels of strength that we see in the Word of God. And we're not talking about physical strength, even though physical strength is a, is a gift of God that we should uh, manage well and develop. Uh, but we're talking about spiritual strength. And uh, we're not going to turn there for sake of time, but I refer you to the scripture that we have used many times before from the book of Proverbs, that there's, where it says that the strong spirit of a man will sustain him, you see, will keep him strong in the day, the, the King James says, the day of infirmity, or in the day of trial, in the day of, of difficulty. It's the strong spirit of a man or a woman. So we are called of God to be strong. You know, there's a scripture actually in the, in the New Testament. Um, I think it was Paul, was it speaking to Timothy maybe? 
Oh, oh, no, 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 it wasn't Timothy. It was one of the epistles. And he tells them, be ye like men. In other, in other words, be grown-ups. My mother would quote that to us. We were all girls, but she, she had a way of telling us, come on, quit, quit, being, quit being immature. Straighten up. <laughs> Amen. She'd quote that scripture to us. Praise the Lord. So, so how do we get strong? Ephesians 6.10, did we read that? Uh, strong. The word strong, the adjective, is the word dunatos, and it means powerful, mighty. I could go there to some scriptures, but that was my own study today. But it has to do with being of a good spiritual condition. And you, you looked it up in the vines. My old vines, look at these old vines. We've had it, I think, as long as we've been married. We have a newer one, but this one, I have it in my study at home. Uh, so, so we want to be of a good spiritual condition. Amen? We, it, it, I don't want to get ahead of myself. So, so praise God, Ephesians 6, then, finally, my brethren, look at this, like, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And, of course, then he talks to us about the armor of God. And about prayer. That's another um, message. So let's go to, to Joshua 1.8. And there are four, four areas that I want to cover uh, today and on how to train our, our human spirit. We learned these. That Hagen might be telling me you could probably change the title. Uh, but I'll, I'll say, like Brother Copeland, Why? That's the title. <laughs> so why should I change it? That's how I learned it. That's how I have followed it all these years. That's what has worked. Amen. So how to train your human spirit. First, there, there are four disciplines to, to acquire and to follow in our lives. And that way our human spirit will become stronger and we'll be and it will be able to be a sure um, um, a sure guide. See, the Holy Spirit lives in our spirit. He's the guide in the inside. And he'll be able to to do the work in us that he has been sent to do and do it to the maximum. You know, I was reminded. I was reminded of, of uh, the slogan that the Lord gave uh, Jerry Savelle for 2023, the year of the maximum, the highest level attainable. Glory to God. I said, oh, thank you, Lord. Amen. That's, we're going to have that this year. If we pursue it, if we keep mindful of it. You see, that's what I was saying that things don't happen automatically. Can't just park our spiritual lives on neutral and, and let the Lord do what he wants to do because he wants to do it all. You know, 
but, but it requires faith. He is a God that he cannot do for us what we will not believe him to do. Amen? Another, if there is that exchange with him, there's that, that interchange, there's that walk with him, there's that fellowship with him. Amen? So, praise the Lord. Isn't, did you remember these? So, I'm sure many of you did, but it was good to be reminded again. 2023, the year of the maximum, the highest level attainable. So, first, first, uh, first discipline to acquire, or first uh, area to, uh, to dedicate ourselves to in order to train our human spirit is to meditate on the Word of God. Meditate in the Word of God. Joshua 1.8. It says, this book... The law shall not depart out of your mouth. You know, you may say, well, but that was the Old Testament. You talked to us about the dispensations, and now we're in the dispensation of grace. But, you know, you go back to, and, and, and we might have time to do it, or might, we might not today, because I want to cover those four points. Uh, but the Apostle Paul told Timothy, meditate on these things. That was something that, that there's things we've not been redeemed from. They're the wisdom of God. And, and they were, there were uh, areas that Jesus continued to practice and that the disciples, the apostles practiced. Uh, and so this is one. Um, do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. In your mouth. There's attacks of the enemy through thoughts mainly. Do not answer a thought with a thought. You answer a thought with words coming out of your mouth. Don't brew things in your head. Those of you that, that do a lot of time alone, it's okay. You're not going crazy if you talk aloud. <laughs> well, you, well, you're by yourself. Talk to the Lord. Amen. And sometimes you've got to talk to yourself. And then there's times you talk to the devil with the authority of the Word of God and tell him to shut up. I do not like to use that to torture humans. I, I, that's just me. There's people that can say that, and it's just natural to them. But I'd rather say, be quiet to a human, but to the devil, shut up. Amen. Anyway, meditate on the Word of God. It says, don't let it depart from your mouth. You see, you meditate with your mouth. Not just with your mind. Uh, it says, do not let it depart from your mouth, but you will meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. So this is, uh, Joshua is being uh, told this by the Lord, he had big shoes to fill. 
uh, Moses had died, the Lord, God himself, buried him. That was quite an honor. Uh, but anyway, and so then God anoints Joshua uh, to lead his children. And notice that he empowers him by telling him, this is what you need to do. So obviously Moses had practiced this. And he says, you do these, and I like what the Amplified says, but you have that. It says you will deal wisely in the affairs of life. So wisdom is a very necessary thing. I need it every day. Amen? Because an answer is not necessarily um, good for every situation. You know? Just like those of you that have children know that what works for one doesn't necessarily work for another. <laughs> you know? Uh, that you'd like, you'd like to know it does, but you need the wisdom of God because they're different individuals. You know? Uh, my dad could just look at me and, and he'd make me cry and obey <laughs> just by looking at me. You know, um, but then there are other kids that that that, that doesn't work. So anyway, you get you have you get to have the wisdom of God, <coughs> right? Yeah, right? Amen. And but he he gives it to you. He gives it to you. Praise the Lord. Thank God. So this is what it says. This, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. So again, you see, you meditate, not, not just with your mind. You don't meditate just sitting down and crossing your legs and putting your finger on your belly button. And <laughs> no. <laughs> this word meditate mean, uh, means to matter. And so, in other words, you, you take what the Word of God says about a, a, a subject, you see, and you give it, give it to thought, but, but you, use, you use your mouth. Don't just leave it to the thinking. But you take that scripture and you, and you say it. And you say it so that you can hear it. You know, Pastor has talked about sometimes that, that he uh, has liked to read out loud so that he can have more of the senses involved. Um, it, it's important. The Bible says that. Don't let it depart from your mouth. Yet it's talking about meditation. Mm -hmm. Amen? Uh, so meditate on it day and night that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. So we see here that there's a connection between being a doer of the word and meditating on the word. It's connected. 
you see, when if we have trouble with, uh, with actually doing the word, when we see that we ought to, but then we trip and don't do it when we want to go the way of the word, perhaps we need to look back and give, it, give that scripture time to meditation. Because there is something that transpires within us that is a miraculous thing, is the power of the Word of God, that when we meditate on it, we take the scripture, we meditate on it, then we'll be able to go that direction. You see, it is the safest way to keep away, away worry, fear, doubt, and unbelief, which are robbers. They rob your peace, amen, and, and, and they rob your influence. Um, they, they, they rob the people of God, this thing, of the influence that they could have as God's children. You know, if others see the people of God, Christians, um, reacting to whatever that's going on the same way that they do, you see, uh, then, then, then we're, we're not going to be able to influence them like, like the Lord has empowered us and commissioned us to do. So, so, so it continues to say, for then you will make your way prosperous. Notice, you will do it. Mm -hmm. See, there's always people that have said, I don't know why God prospers this person more than, than he does me. Uh, for one thing, the Lord knows who, who can handle the, the, you know, who can handle being a billionaire mm -hmm. and still walk intact with the Lord. Today we have to say billionaire because there's a lot of more millionaires. Plus, we want to bring our head up, you know, our thinking higher. So for one thing, the Lord knows who can be a millionaire and, and who, who can't because they'll be tripped. Because it's not having more money that, that makes a person act one way or the other. Amen? Is what the person is made out of in the inside. Praise the Lord. So, so we're, we're focusing on the inside, on the spirit man. So he says, you're going to make your way prosperous, and then you will deal wisely and have good success. Isn't that good? That's priceless. Priceless to be able to be a person that deals wisely, in the affairs of life. Amen. That really is good, good success. Um, praise God. Praise God. So look, look at yourself. Uh, you, you have to learn to do this. If you're going to do this, if you're going to train your human spirit, and, and first of all, the, the first most important thing, meditate on the Word. Every day, take a, one scripture. Start like that. 
take one scripture a day that you will meditate as you have opportunity throughout the day. If you're not done with that scripture, if you're not taken, I, pardon me, that may turn you off my expressions, but that's how I say it. If you've not taken all the juice out of it, you know there's more, you know, then take that scripture with you the next day. Amen? Till you get, I mean, if you have to be on that scripture for a week or for a month, do it. We've done it before, haven't we? It doesn't mean that you don't pay attention to, to other scriptures. It doesn't mean that you don't uh, have your, your devotional reading. But take a scripture, uh, you know, that applies to an area that, you know, I mean, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. He knows. He knows. What, what area do I need to be meditating on? In what area do I need to deal more wisely? Well, don't we all need it in every area? But the, but the Holy Spirit leads you. In what area do I need more success and more prosperity? Because, you know, we're not just talking about financial prosperity, but we're talking about prosperity in every area of our lives. So t take that scripture. Amen. Um, and, and, and then go, for, go do, do what I was saying. Let it come out of your mouth. Ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me to, to get revelation so that I, I walk in it. I want this scripture to be part of me, part of my arsenal, my personal arsenal. You know, that, that there's going to be no, no demon of hell or no personality that's going to take it away from me. It's going to be part of me. You know? Um, I think that it's really one of the areas that the devil uses to get people confused in any area is because of the lack of identity with the Word of God with what the Word of God says, you are. The Word of God says, you can do in Christ. We're talking about in Christ. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. But we're new creatures in Christ. We, the Bible says, we're not our own anymore. We've been bought with a price. It's a great, great price that was paid by the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ to have to have Jesus' blood be poured out. Amen. So, so he gave us his life. When we were born again, we received his life. We received his zoe, his, his life, which in, which in the... Uh, in the Greek, is Zoe, his, his quality of life, his type of life. The life of God is in us. We received his nature. Amen? 
too many times we identify with minor, minor things. In comparison to identifying with who I am in Christ, to identify as a names is inferior. You know, I remember, you know, when we first got married, I mean, it's it just as natural. I was a, a fontanet mayoral. That's what I had been. You know, those are my surnames. In Spain, we have two. First one from the dad, second one from the mother. And so my dad's name is Felix Fontanet, and my mother was Mayoral. So that's who I was, you know? But then I remember, a few years later, I realized I'm an Ames. <laughs> I mean, I was an Ames by name, but then I was baptized to the Ames. <laughs> the Ames tradition. <laughs> but anyway, there, there may be some traits and whatever, But if I'm going to identify, and we dedicated our lives more than more, I'm going to identify with who I am in Christ. Amen? Amen. Who I am in Christ. Praise the Lord. And so meditation is really going to help you with that. One cannot develop spiritual wisdom without meditation on God's Word. Amen. You're always going to have to go, you know, with your reasoning or with a list of pros and cons or going and asking somebody else what to do. You know, and, um, and that might be fine for a little while. But as we grow up and mature, uh, what greater way that we that we can follow, but 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 to receive spiritual wisdom, Amen. And as we meditate in the Word of God, this is something we ought to do daily to train our human spirits. Not that hard. It's not that hard. You can work in the fields. You can tend to your to to any kind of job that you do. And, and discipline your, uh, yourself to be meditating on the Word. Because you see, if you don't do that, no matter what you do, you're still going to have thoughts coming through. You're going to be thinking on something. And rather than letting uh, the, the enemy put thoughts, Or you be the one in charge of, you know, or whatever, you know, rehearsing something that happened. Or maybe thinking about something you just heard on the radio. You know? Or something that somebody just told you. You're going to be thinking about a lot of bad news. Before you realize. You know? Or maybe a remembrance of an accusation from somebody. Uh, the best of people sometimes can be used to the devil to give you a piece of their mind. And that's why then they wonder why 
their mind is not like what it used to be. <laughs> it's because they give pieces of it <laughs> away. Anyway, woo! <laughs> I'm glad that made you laugh. So, so praise God. Um, you can do that, and then if you can just set yourself to give uh, just attention to meditation and nothing else, then that even better. If you can, if you can, uh, uh, you know, grow to, to do that, shut the world out, and tell the Lord, Lord, I'm going to take this time to meditate. Amen. Second, second rule: practice the Word of God. So, how are we going to uh, let God use our own spirit to guide us? First, by meditating in the Word of God. Second, practice the Word of God. James 1.22. Practicing the Word of God. The Word of God is given to us to live it, to practice it. The Bible says that we walk by faith. We live by faith. Faith is not something that we just do once in a while. Right? It has become our existence uh, to, to live by the word. Amen? Whenever any situation comes up, we should think, okay, what does the word say about this? Because otherwise, we are going to agree with all kinds of things. Um, and so James one twenty two, and that's a, a that's a good one. Um, what, what I call the practicing the word, uh, the King James calls it uh, doing the word, being doers of the word. So we're told be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. We thank God so much for revelation being progressive. I, I believe that the church as a whole has come up. I, I believe that's true. It has to be. I mean, I don't know, I don't know it uh, 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 as a fact, but it has to be. Whatever, uh, you know, crossing over denominations, wherever people have continued to walk with the Lord and seek Him, there, there has been an increase of revelation. You know, um, I've been um, kind of following this uh, um, Baptist pastor from someone in California. Anyway, and man, I tell you, I grew up in the Baptist church. I wish I had heard some of those things that this man has going to hold off. Well, he runs around spirit-filled people, and that I'm sure is good. But, you know, Brother Higgins used to love uh, listening to, uh, yeah, Brother Stanley, Charles Stanley. He is excellent. I still love uh, hearing him preach today. So we're not knocking down people of other denominations, you understand. Um, when people walk with God and they give time to meditation, you see, they're going to get insight. They're going to get wisdom. They're going to get a revelation, and they'll be able to feed it uh, to, to their families, 
to their to their people if they're, if they're in the ministry, you know. So, praise God. We want to be doers of the word, not hearers only. I don't know if any of you might, perhaps not, but might know some Christian that can tell you what the scripture says, but then they they don't know, do it. They don't apply it to their lives. Well, we we don't want to um, do that. We we want to hear the word with with the goal of being a doer. Amen. We don't just want it to go one ear out of the other. Say, well, that was nice. And then just go and do our own thing. Mm-hmm. We want to be doer, a doer. Uh, amen? Because look at what verse 23 says, For if any uh, be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like unto a man that looks himself in a mirror, and then uh, he, you know, he looks at himself and goes his way, and he forgets. He forgets what he looked like. Mm-hmm. Amen? But notice that, verse 25. But who looks into the perfect law of liberty, which is the scripture, is the perfect law of liberty, and continues therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, these men shall be blessed in his deed. Amen? So this is a way to be blessed to be a doer, to act on the word. Amen? Amen. So if, if we're given the commandment of love, we act on it. We do not um, make distinction as to who we're going to apply love towards, but then certain people were not going to do it because they're irritating and they don't think like we do. Amen. Uh, God's love is unconditional, and so our love toward others is as, is unconditional as well because it's the love of, of God. Amen. Uh, we forgive. We do not hold resentment against any. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I do that often just to keep myself clean. Lord, you know, I tell him, Lord, I love everybody. I forgive everybody. I will not get into having an attitude about anyone. You know, bad attitude, that is. Praise the Lord. Uh, amen. And so um, we want to... Um, to practice the Word of God. Uh, an example, I'm going to give this example because I was thinking about it today. Uh, Philippians 4. I need to rush from here on. We'll go the way down. <laughs> but we need to practice all of the Word of God. That's why it's important to meditate on it so that we will do it. You see, but the Word of God, we need to put first place. There's not an option. 
I'm going to do God's word because I want success in my life. I don't know about you. I like peace. I don't, I don't like pain. I like health. Uh, amen. I, have, I, I love soundness of mind. Amen. It's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing. My husband and I have not practiced worry for decades. I never go to bed that I have a worry. I don't go to bed with a bad feeling about anybody. It's a wonderful thing. I have a clear conscience. Is that not a good thing? Glory to God. And I came from, from some experts in worry. Because they thought it was the responsible thing. You know? If I don't worry, he was going to worry. Did you ever hear your grandmother say that? Or, or, or other people? No, you didn't? Well, I did. And I was supposed to be a real good, good Christian. Caring person. Compassionate. Oof. Glory to God. Philippians 4, 6. I know that this is known. Uh, but it says to uh, be careful for nothing. The, uh, would you give me the Amplified if you could really quickly? Uh, that one is a little more clear. Uh, it says do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. What it said, be careful for nothing, that meant don't have cares for things. You know? Uh, and, and so these gives it more of a really the, 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 the meaning of it. Don't have any anxiety about anything. You know, you got to practice that. Because there's a time when I say for decades, I'm not telling a lie is the truth. Uh, but we had, to, we had to meditate on the word and we had to make a decision. You make a decision. You know? what is called a quality decision from which you are not going to retrieve. You're going to make a decision that you are not going to be anxious about anything, that you're not going to fret about anything. And, and, but, but then it tells us why and how you get to do that. And, and, and you see, you practice that. You, you bring that to bear upon your life, and you live th that way. Without the Lord, you couldn't do it. Without prayer, you couldn't do that. Amen? Without standing on the Word of God, you know, if, if I didn't stand on the Word of God, then I'd be a mess. But thank God for the Word. I'm not a mess. Even though my hair might be messy because of the wind. <laughs> Oh, praise the Lord. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, def definite requests, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. Throughout the day, I cannot tell you, and it just comes out, I don't make myself do it, but throughout the day, I have made it a practice every day to tell the Lord, thank you, Lord. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know, Thanksgiving is so important. Praise. I praise you. You know, I sing songs to him. Old songs that the young girls don't know about. <laughs> some, some young songs too. But glory to God. And thanking him. And I remind him that it's so good to do things his way. And it's so good that he, that he cares for me. That I do not have to worry. He has shown himself so faithful. You see, but, but if something comes up, you know, something in particular, then this is what we do. We come to him in prayer and petition. You don't have to go without help. It's simple. All you have to do is take some time to, 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 to bring your burdens on the Lord, to, to place your burdens on him. Then take that long. He, he didn't intend that you live loaded down. There are difficult days in the natural. Wish that there weren't. But there's things that come up. To some people, I don't know what, for some people more than others. But the Lord has given us the answer. And look at what it says. If you will do that, just come to him. Just tell him. He cares for you. It says, in God's peace. I don't know about you, but I like peace. Verse 7. God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ. And so fearing nothing from God and being content with it. It's earthly lot of whatever sort that is. That peace. Now you see, you can get religious about that. What it says right there. But let's not get religious, right? Because we know the will of God concerning us. Amen. You know what? I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health. Even as your soul prospers. So, it says... That peace that transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's why we can go asleep at night without any worry. Because that peace of God that came upon us when we went to prayer with thanksgiving is mounting guard and is, garrison, is a garrison over our hearts and minds. In Christ Jesus. The more you practice that, the more that instantly that peace of God takes over. You have to practice that peace. And it takes over. And it, it lives with you. It doesn't leave you. It stays with you. And it's a fruit of the recreated, born-again spirit. God put it, gave it to you. When you were born again, he gave you his peace, he gave you his love, he gave you his joy, his patience, his long-suffering, his goodness. Amen? All those fruit, praise the Lord. So, um, so God's peace 
is as a garrison and, and it mounts guard over your heart and mind. Praise the Lord. I don't know about you, but I like that. Amen? So practicing the Word of God, being a doer of the Word of God, and this is one thing we do. When things come up to worry us, when things come up, you know, that could cause fear. That could cause doubt as, as to how the future is going to look for us. You know, at any age, those things can crop, you know, and try to come in. Amen? We are not controlling people. Amen? You're not controlling. People that are controlling are given to fear. When you want to control, fear is behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that happens many times in marriages. There's a tag of war as to who's going to control. Because, or oh, maybe one distinguishes themselves as the controller. That's extra. I didn't mean to go there. But God didn't place us to control anybody. But to love one another. And to serve one another. Amen? No husband should allow the wife to control and no wife to allow the husband to control. A man of God doesn't do that. A man of God loves like Jesus loves the church. Amen? Amen. And, and, and a wife is submitted uh, to the husband in love. Because he walks in love, so it's easy to submit in love. Anyway, I don't know why I said that, but I said it. And, and um, I agree with what I said. Anyway, be a, be a doer. <laughs> oh, well, I made myself laugh. <laughs> That's a good thing. So number three is very similar to this. Give the word first place. So notice, first we, met, we, we must give ourselves to meditating of the word. I wish that I could go and expand that more because it's a message just on itself. We'll get there some other day. The second one as well, be a doer of the word. You have to take the scriptures and, and, and not just know them, but practice them. And then commit to putting the word of God or giving the word of God first place. First place in, in our lives. Amen? Uh, and so uh, Proverbs 4 Verse 20 through 22, there's one that we have memorized, that we have used. Amen. And, uh, and even these talks, talks about the other two points that we just saw. My son, attend to my word. Uh, oh, you're giving me the Amplified. That's good. My son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my saying. Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life 
to those who find them, healing and health to all their flesh. So this is just an example. We could have used many others, but an example here of how important it is to put the Word of God first place. Amen? Because it's life. The Word of God, it's life. Every Word of God is life to those that find them and is healing and health to our flesh. You know, again, we wish we could just have it happen automatically. But, but that would be a lazy, a lazy um, person. It would not be a spiritual person. You know, we can all get lazy if we let ourselves. I'm talking spiritually speaking. Just, just putting everything on the Lord, he has to do it all. When, when honestly, he's already done it all. But he says, come. He says, come. Amen. And so we respond in the coming. And we respond in the doing things his way. Amen. And as we do these things, his thoughts are not so strange. His thoughts are not attainable, not unattainable. His ways are not unattainable. They're not so far away. Amen? We start thinking more like him. Amen. I have to tell you the truth. The more that you do that, it helps in everything, in every area of life. Amen? I don't know how long it's been since my husband and I have had an argument. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> Amen? It helps in every area of life. When you decide, you want to, when two people decide, we're just going to put the Word of God first place. Let it be that the Word of God is what wins. The word of God, what we pursue, right. Amen. But what what we what we want, not my way, not your way, God's way, mm -hmm. Amen. It, it so praise the Lord. Uh, so this is essential to the training of our spirit right. to give the word of God first place, and so so we do it. How how can you be sure that you're giving the word of God first place if you have not been attending to it and finding it and knowing what it is. Right. Amen? And so that's why the meditating and the being doer of the Word prepares you to give the Word first place. And you know, this, is, this, this works for singles too. You know, some people like being single because that way there's nobody to disagree with them. <laughs> Glory to God. Anyway, um, <laughs> why did I say that? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> never mind me. Uh, but take the word of God and, and uh, find out God's thoughts, God's ways. And let's submit to that. His ways are far better than our ways. Amen. You know, I had my life all planned out, I thought. 
you know, I shared a little bit. I don't know why some of those ladies, because right before prayer meeting, sometimes I, how in the world? I hadn't thought about that for years. Um, this morning, they got me to confess to them the sins that I committed before I was born again <laughs> at the age of eight. <laughs> anyway, uh, so going, going back to these, God knows so much better. We plan our own ways. We think sometimes that we're sure what we want to do. And then we, sum, we, we tell him we're submitted to him. Then he, he shows us another way. We're not so sure about it. But then when we take it by faith and obedience, you know, later on we realize, oh my, I'm so glad I went God's way. You know, if I had had my way, I would have never married James, And I would have never met any of you. Look at what my life would be without knowing all of you. I'd have so much missing, you know, really. Um, but the, anyway, let's trust him, right? Let's put, uh, give the word of God first place. And then now to an end, instantly obey the voice of your spirit. So, so those prepare you. You see, the meditation of the word, the giving of yourself to meditate the word, prepares you to be a doer of the word, to commit to being a doer of the word. When you're continuing to meditate and committing to be a doer of the word, you will not find it hard to give God's word first place. And when you have... have uh, committed to that, and that's part of you just as much as, you know, anything else that's totally part of you, then you are going to be able, without doubt, to instantly obey the voice of your spirit. You will know how, you will have trained your human spirit to hear from him and not have to take, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking time aside to make sure that you heard from God. I'm not saying that that is. But, but in the daily decisions of life, you know, or situations that come, when you need the wisdom of God, when you need the direction of God, you can trust you're going to have it. And you, and you can follow that leading without hesitation. Now, it may not happen overnight, but as you give yourself to the Word of God, to meditation, to, do, to being a doer. Because sometimes the flesh doesn't want to do it. But you see, you get to the point that you, you deny the flesh. The flesh wants to do something, but, but we're to be deniers of what the flesh wants to do. And, and do the Word of God. Amen? And, and so then... Uh, your con the, the voice of your spirit, which is your conscience, uh, sometimes your, uh, your intuition. Women sometimes are given more to intuition uh, than men, but men have intuition as well. Um, the, the, that inner voice, your guidance, will be able to be sure. Yes. You'll be able to follow it. Amen. Amen. Have you heard... In a, a, uh, you know, I'll give you a couple scriptures, and then we'll 
close. In fact, we just take them for you that want scripture. Proverbs twenty twenty seven. you know that one. The spirit of men is the candle of the Lord or the, or the light bulb. That your spirit is what the Lord uses to, to give you light, to illuminate you. Amen. And, and then uh, we also have Proverbs 3, 6 that says, Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. Remember? And uh, Acts 23, 1 is an example with how Paul followed uh, his conscience. Um, so the, the, the Holy Spirit is in your spirit. And he'll, gu- he'll guide us. He'll direct us. You've, you've heard, I, I heard, we heard these, these seven words. And that, that, was, that, was a, that was a big one. Um, it doesn't happen um, that often, but you hear things like that. Um, we were at the, um, I have more things to share some other time. I'll finish with these. We were at the, in January, at the minister's conference, you know, with Kenneth Copeland, uh, and uh, Bishop Butler was one of the, um, the, the, the ministers that shared the word one day. And Brother Copeland had him share with us what had happened to him. And so, uh, and I don't recall how many years ago that this happened, but I don't think that many. Anyway, that he was going to get on a plane and the Holy Spirit, and he just knew there in the airport, don't. And, uh, and so he didn't. And that plane crashed, and everybody died. That's radical. It's a radical thing. But thank God that he had trained his human spirit to instantly obey the voice of his spirit. You know, because he's a very needed man in the body of Christ. So, you know, you've heard sometimes of people driving and, and, and that they just knew that they needed to, to uh, stop, you know, to the side, and, and they did. And they saved their own life and the life of others by doing that. Because somebody took the wrong side of the the road, you know. So anyway, I'm not saying those are those are radical things, you know. And 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 he, you know, he could have he could have imposed himself and said, "No, I rebuke that. The angels of the Lord encamp round about me. Safety of the Lord. And just quote scripture that he knew." But you see, he had trained his spirit to know that that was the Lord telling him, don't do that. Don't get on that plane. So it's very valuable to train our spirit. Amen? Well, thank you, everybody, for your attention. I know that the Word of God went into your hearts, and it's going to create a great harvest. Amen. For you and for others. Praise the Lord. Well, we'll see you Sunday. Come back. We have a special guest, Pastor Jim. is going to preach Sunday. <laughs> Amen.